You're tuned in to the MTGG Cable Cast, 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 where they cover Magic, the Gathering Finance. All right? You don't know about it? You're tuned in right now and get ready to learn some shit. Buckle your seatbelts and light a blunt and get ready for the MTG Cable Cast, 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 starring Reptar and Thirsty, them onion head motherfuckers. Alrighty guys, welcome to the newest episode of the Cabal Cast. This is, well, last week we were sitting around wondering what is our next topic going to be. And then an absolute dr bomb dropped. Yes. Uh, with the eBay acquisition of TCG Player. Mm -hmm. So we have two episodes on the topic. And one of them is basically you went through almost an identical process at the company you work at where a company was acquired another company came in uh so first episode is going to be going through what that was like from the inside and then the second episode is just kind of our opinions on this yeah so with that said let's get it started yeah. so this is a story all about how um my <laughs> well, I got flipped around upside down yeah uh, did you move to bel-air no i wish okay. uh, I'd be making so much money. Um, three organizations eventually coalesced into one over, I think, about a three-year period. After an initial solicitation and okay. pass on it. So there's three organizations involved. There's Organization One, which is where I work, which is, in this story, the equivalent TCG player. The second organization... That was our competitor in the space. And in this instance, that would be Channel Fireball and CFE Marketplace competing with DCG Player. And then there is the third organization, what eventually turned out to be the parent org, and that is eBay in this instance. So uh, organizations one and two, so the company I continue to work for and uh, the one we eventually merged with, we offered similar but different services in the same industry and the importance be for our companies in this industry is that we had one of the largest OEM contracts for exclusivity for products split between each of us. So the organization uh, on my side, we had advertising, marketing, websites. The other org had basically everything else with the digital footprint of this company. And that was the contract in the industry. And it was split between those two houses. So the analog here is basically, again, you would effectively be TCG player and they would be Channel Fireball offering Grand Prix and TO type stuff. Yep. So we can look at it yep, from that aspect where uh, there's the TO side of things where they both were individual contributors to that space at one point in time. Or you can look at it as TCG player has the individual side of the marketplace. And Channel Fireball has the LGS. And that espouses like the, the largest section of the marketplace that is in eBay, Facebook, etc. So again, one and two, kind of direct competition. Now, Org3 is a conglomerate. I work for a division within Org3, and that is that is a true conglomerate. They are an internet service provider. They are a utilities provider. They do automotive, auto auctions, a ton of stuff, ton, ton, ton of stuff. And they provide for the section I'm in similar services to both organizations one and two. But 
there are a lot of holes in what they're trying to do. They're very far behind. So they approach us about a decade ago. So this is 2022. So we're talking about 2012. And they offer to basically buy out my org. And the entire reason was they wanted this one contract. They were going to buy both companies and merge this contract. And our leadership recognized this. And as the company is still growing rapidly in size and revenue, they push off the offer. Then about a year or so after organization three comes in, so that would be eBay. So after eBay came through in this instance and offered, my company, TCG Player, went to Channel Fireball in this in this parallel. And the C-levels came together and decided to bring that one giant contract under one roof. And this plan had been in motion for a fair amount of time, uh, maybe I think about a year or so before Org 3 came in. And this was necessary for that other organization, Channel Fireball in this instance, to stay afloat as they were largely at break even. And even though they were limping along, propped up by this massive contract, the valuation of the new organization that is formed is orders of magnitude larger than the initial organization uh, in regards to both one and two. So in, so together, they are worth more than separate because this, not just this contract, but because they also have complementing services. And the new organization shored up each other's weaknesses. So we brought together a product suite that basically covered the entirety of the industry. We went from about 75% of a purchasing process to now up to 100% of a purchasing process. And that's basically what happened with eBay and TCG Player. They now have both sides. They have the LGSs with CFE Marketplace. They have the individuals on TCG Marketplace and whatever stores are on there. They come together and now they are the biggest name in that space to the point where they kind of push out Crystal Commerce. There's no other competitor that can build a website for an LGS and serve its products to CFB Marketplace and TCG Player, as well as that one organization can now. So where does that leave somebody like Crystal Commerce? All that they have that's unique is Amazon and eBay. And guess what happens in literally 44 days or something like that? Uh, eBay. Yep. So continuing on after that merger, my organization had five founders. One of them was invited to leave before the merger of uh, the first two organizations, and another three took their payday and left shortly there, shortly after the ink dried on the contract. And all four of them were ill-equipped to be part of a technology company, let alone run one. And so this is where the experience that I have is probably going to start to truly come to light. This is going to happen. We're going to see some C-level shed from TCG Player and whatever C-levels might have been left from CFB step back. This is their opportunity to just pull that golden parachute and flitter away. So two now, so now we're looking at a point in time where these two organizations come together. And this is a very uh, short period of time for what we're looking at in TCG Player and eBay. Like I said, July 11th was that merger. August 22nd was the acquisition by eBay. So it's like 42 to 44 days. But for us, two years after that merger of the first two organizations, not 44 days, that created a publicly traded 
organization, Org 3 came back. That conglomerate came back two years later. And in this time, additional companies had been merged into Org 1 and Org 2 to create an even more formidable, formidable combined company. And the valuation came to billions in comparison to millions. And the final deal for that org, that, that larger organization, was inked at $4 billion cash. That's what, we, uh, that's what the valuation was, an order of magnitude larger than what it was the first time around when Org 3 was there. Yeah. Now, the company is taken private, and all stock options were paid out at about 1.5% 1 1 their market value. A little bit of research showed that the stock price of my company under the rooftop of just those first two orgs had a high of, I think, 42, but was roping around 35 and it flittered up to 38 to 41 we got paid out somewhere close to 60 if you had the opportunity to or maybe 45 60 was the highest and that's not bad 1.5x i did not have the opportunity to buy in i joined this company maybe six months before the merger started and there wasn't a, a minimum amount of time necessary i was literally starting to budget for this and then cut out <laughs> yep but that go public to private move and payout of stock options is something that we saw in one of the announcements that the current employees that were eligible would be paid out in some capacity. And TCG Player was never publicly traded, I believe. So I don't know exactly how that's going to happen. But again, here's this parallel of vested employees getting paid out. Now, after we all come together, we're all brought under this conglomerate. The merger is done. So uh, this would be our August 22nd date for the Channel Fireball, TCG Player, and eBay merger. <laughs> Eight months, the summer, the summer hits, and employees from all three organizations have begun to be shed to the point where the local news here came in and did a story because we shed about 10% of our employee base. And for us, that was pretty big. That was a downsizing of about 150 to 200 people. That was 10% of our base on our local campus. Now, this is mainly redundant positions that were called. And Org 1 and Org 2 C-levels moved into Org 3. Not just by location in the company, physically moved. And it just left V-levels in their place. So locally, we lost the one founder that we had that was a C-level. And that just left vices in in place the same thing happened with the other org they moved from the northeast from uh, american south down to the the southeast now severance packages were offered to all employees that were let go but we were we were assured early on that there would be no unnecessary firings so this is calling redundancy this wasn't an unnecessary firing and ebay and shetty have both said this yeah buyer beware within another calendar year from that summer the last of the sea levels from org one and org two again now part of org three off-site they left of their own accord they're gone it took them a year to just say we are done here we can't we can't provide more valuable we want to try something new whatever reasoning they gave whatever logic they needed then they yeah. all just moved on some of them went back to where they were from but within a year they were gone. So that would be 
Sasso, that would be Chetty, that would be maybe Dan Bach, that TCG player. Yeah. Essentially being let go or leaving eBay of their own accord. And again, golden parachutes and now. Now, over the next two years, this conglomerate created a clear vision for the new entity. They came up with our roadmaps, where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do, how we were going to merge these two new platforms into core products from organization number three and kind of, you know, boost ourselves in the ecosystem that we were in. And we began to shed unnecessary products, which means more employees. We finished integration of all the tech stacks, which means continued shedding of employees. And this continued reduction and redundant, uh, continued reduction of redundant positions, products, and services is still ongoing years later. We are not losing people at a rapid clip, but as the organization is saying, okay, the industry is shifting. We no longer need X, cut them. And that is what I expect we will see in the coming years. We will begin to see this additional overhead be shed. Right now, it looks all sunshine and roses on the outside, but there is still machinations that are going to go on underneath because eBay is a bulldog. They are huge in what they do. They are an just incredible organization from top to bottom. Their their tech stacks aren't immaculate, but they are light years better than anything provided by the Binder POS team or the TCG player team teams that are yeah. have most likely been run on a very lean and clean startup style model. And what I expected after the, the CFB TCG player merger was going to be shedding of redundancy. We didn't really see that because there wasn't enough time. No. But I think we're going to start to see that. And from all of this, from my experience, from the valuation that we saw at 295 mil, it really kind of begged the question of, if I can parallel in my own personal experience what's going on here, why was that valuation so low? What yeah. does eBay think this new org is going to do? Did eBay just see a majority of what was being offered by CFB and TS and TCG player as expendable? You know, that yeah. shedding of people in tech that I talked about. And did they not calculate that into the valuation? Something that goes into the valuation that people have talked about is you want you generally evaluate it two to three X above uh, revenue. Another way to do it is through EBITDA, so that's earnings before interest, taxes, and amortization of debts, meaning any debts that are just spread and paid out over a more agreeable amount of time. And does eBay see that there just isn't a ton of growth opportunity here? Is this just for a platform? And it just led me to ask a lot of questions that it seems like people are very curious about, but a lot of people are more stuck on the valuation. Some people think that 295 is very low for what TCG player provided. Yeah. People think it might be high. Personally, I think the 295 number is very low for what TCG player and channel fireball could provide. But I think the underpinning thing here is, is that I don't know 
what eBay is really looking for. And if they value the warehouse and they value the platforms to deliver the product to website visitors and nothing more, then 295 stands to reason. There have been numbers floating around the uh, Ban Arbitrage Network put out some of their information that they've been able to gather. According to their numbers from TCG Player fees on the big three, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon and Magic, the revenue from that is somewhere between, I think it's 50 and 74 mil. So we're looking at just TCG Player. So if you consider Channel Fireball to be a zero, then that means all other categories and services that TCG Player offers, their websites, their additional verticals that they sell, that could easily make up the, the 30 mil gap that you need to get to 100 which is one-third the valuation of 295 And so that valuation makes sense, and it seems decent. But I think the valuation is low. There's no way CFB can be a complete zero. They can't be yeah. a nothing burger in this at all. Yeah. And I don't think that eBay is just going to gut everything that is not warehouse and uh, warehouse employees and the tech stack. Yeah, I think the really important thing here, too, is that it, for me looking at it from the outside, when you hear about redundant staff, the most important thing, and similar to yours, obviously, this seems like a tech deal Yeah, more than anything, uh, which obviously we'll get into in the second episode. But that's, you know, it, it to me, it wasn't about necessarily moving marketplaces. It was tech. Yeah. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I think this was a a tech move by, I don't know if you want to call eBay a tech giant because they don't have PayPal anymore. If they did, I think that would be fine. Yeah. But it could be a move by somebody that's looking to make waves in the marketplace. They did just open, I wish I, I might have the text if I dug back, the CCG portion of eBay. Uh, and people should know now about the grading house and yeah. the eBay guarantee, the the security stuff, right, that they're doing. Prior to that, eBay did not have a section for collectibles the way they did for automobiles, let's say. Yep. And eventually, they brought that on. And the interesting thing is, to get that started... They didn't use TCG Player, and they didn't use Channel Fireball. That was actually Troll and Toad. Yeah, Troll and Toad powered the the card game and the sports card collectible section of mm -hmm. eBay. If maybe eBay is looking to expand that out, and they'll want to make an, a unique platform, just eat the yeah. tech stack. I don't know. It just seems like there's room for growth, and it's boggling that 295 was the final number. To me, that just seems low from somebody that, that works in this industry. But I cr come from an industry where four bill cash, not even batting an eye, right? Yeah. You know, that that's where we were, like I said, I think now this is about seven years ago. I honestly thought that TCG Player had more on-prem as well because they used to buy. So technically they yeah. had inventory for a while. 
but well now my understanding is they're inventory wise it's actually a deal they have with a couple of direct sellers who just crack their basically they send their release product and pre-release product yes. like extras to tcg player who now just cracks it for them and sells it direct yeah. as if it's theirs so it's a lot less inventory on their part because it's technically somebody else's yes it basically is just fulfillment by amazon with more steps yeah uh, exactly if you want to think about it that way yeah previously the tcg player was had that weird buy list functionality where they yep. would buy from other vendors or use the buy list functionality to fulfill holes in inventories that people put up and so they technically would own the inventory in, in a roundabout way. Yeah. But uh, now I, I, I guess that functions differently. Or maybe it's the same, but I just have a, a very lax understanding of the inner machinations of it. It's just hard for me to really wrap my head around. They were literally a Gen Con buying when you're... Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> where do you go from that? But it was yeah. off their own bylaws that they make available to people on the website. So at the end of the day, it's like, whatever, the inner machinations of TCG Player. Um, it's just... This is one of those things where, again, it looks, it's hopefully going to turn out really well for those people in Syracuse, especially the people that were trying to unionize. That was one of the things that I thought was there was the attempt. It, I don't think it was busted. I think it was just delayed and then fell through. Card Kingdom's movement has been successful thus far. eBay has not had to deal with it, but there is a way to effectively freeze this kind of uh, movement when a company is sold. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched the, uh, the sitcom Superstore, that was Superstore on is great. NBC yeah. is now on Hulu. There, yeah. it's actually something that happens in like the second to last season. They were yeah. attempting to unionize, and the parent company sells from one to another. They become a uh, technically a tech company, and something about that means that the unionization attempt falls through. And I hope that's not the case. I really don't. And. I hope everything works out well. I hope everybody gets the payday they deserve when it comes to this. I'm just very hesitant to believe that it's going to turn out well for anybody who isn't currently a C or a B level at that work. I think the warehouse still has a job. I think tech might be kind of SOL because, again, eBay. Yep. yep. I, they, they're a company that has been doing this for decades. Yes. Uh, you know, they obviously got to where they are in the space by being doing at least one thing right. So I can't imagine that, you know, shedding overhead is something that they're going to bat an eye at. To be uh, replaced with their own people that they know or people that they hire through their own hiring processes. Yeah. You know, like I said, their their platform is rock solid. Aside mm -hmm. from that uh, Mythic Edition issue, like Mythic Edition 2, I think. Ah, oh, that was a Watsy problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind it. of an eBay problem too, but it was a lot of Watsy. eBay allowed Watsy to list it the way they did. Yeah, and so Watsy did create their own problem, but by virtue of the fact that eBay gave them the the, the check boxes to do it, kind of thing. Yeah. But it, if you're if you're into tech and like you look at what TCG Player was versus what they are now, they're again huge jump in in what they're doing, but it's still yeah. not a very like mm, solid stack in comparison to somebody again. Like eBay. And at the end of the day, there's uh, a lot to digest. And I know I just like ran through infinite bullet points about <laughs> what happened over, what was this, like a six year, 
four-year span with these three yeah. orgs. And if people want to know more about this, you know, please uh, hit us up. We'll put up some generic links, nothing about the, the merger of, of my org, or the, although it is public knowledge. But if you want a little more information about, like, timelines and what it looked like and what we think TCG Player eBay might do, you know, please feel feel free to reach out. We'll get into the nitty-gritty, like you said, cover some more interesting questions in the second episode where it won't be as dense as we did right now. This is just going to be a little short, compact kind of capsule episode of, hey, we've been here Here's before. what this is, yeah. yeah. So... For part one of this episode, we are at MTGCO Ballcast on Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, and YouTube. I am at Halt. I am Reptar on Twitter. You are at Thirsty Sizzler. And we'll see you next week.